Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, July 1st, 2022. Submit to your authority. How does that make you feel? Let's be honest, often our gut reaction to a statement like that is kind of like a, do I have to? Really? Okay, I know that's what I'm supposed to do, so maybe I'll do it, but it's probably going to be rough. And that's where, if we are honest, in a fallen world, uh, there is difficulty with submitting to authority, first and foremost, uh, because of our flesh and our sinful nature, I think we inherently have a problem with submitting to anyone or anything besides ourselves and our own desires. Uh, because we um, can be just so selfish, it's, it's a struggle to submit to anyone but ourselves. Also, part of the problem is when we think of authority in a fallen world, that authority is never perfect. And sometimes the authorities in our life can be actually pretty difficult. So when we think submit to your authority, it can start with that bad taste in our mouth. But that's where I want us to see something in the Psalms today that should give us a totally different flavor when we think of submitting to authority, because we want to think of submitting to our ultimate authority, submitting to God. Uh, He is the king, we submit to him. And when we think through that, there should be no ounce of us that's like, ugh, we should be like, yes, that is good. No, that's better than good. It is great. Uh, today in our Old Testament reading, the Psalms we're looking at are Psalm 95, 97, 98, and 99. And two themes you will f- see throughout these four Psalms are God is the king. He is the authority. And then you will also see the theme of joy and rejoicing. And so that's what I want us to to think about today, submitting to the authority of God and how that should not feel like a burden. That should feel like a joy to us. Uh, Let's start right there in Psalm 95. Look, Look at the joy and the authority in these opening verses. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hands. So there we are reminded of those two things I mentioned. Look at the joy. Look at the celebration. Yet also look at the authority. He is a great God. He is a great king above all gods. He is our maker. So let us bow down before him. Yet we are to do this with joy. You see the authority of God also in Psalm 97. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice right there. He is the authority, so rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. And one verse that stood out to me from this uh, psalm is verse 10. Oh, you who love the Lord, 
hate evil. Uh, So there, that's even the response that we should have to his authority. We should love the Lord. We should hate evil. And I love verse 11, light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart, right? For those that submit to God's authority, there is light, there is joy. And so the psalm ends, rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, give thanks to his holy name. And you see more of these themes throughout those next two Psalms, but that's just one image I really want us to get from the Psalms today. God is the King, so submit and do it because you know it's best. No, the Lord is the King, so rejoice. Rejoice that he is the king and rejoice in following the king's way because it is the best way. And he is our maker. He is good. He is generous. He is a savior. Submit joyfully to the authority of God. And I hope those Psalms help us see that today. Our other Old Testament passage today is 2 Samuel 23, and again, we're getting towards the end of the life of David. You see what's written there, some of the last words, and I think you do get a sense of David being aware even of the idea of inspiration, where he says, the spirit of the Lord speaks by me in verse two, but most of the chapter recounts the names and the deeds of David's mighty men which is always, I think, a fun part of the scriptures to read as we see the amazing feats that these mighty men, uh, men of strength, uh, men, I think in many cases of faith, did um, along with David and in his service. In the New Testament today, we are looking at Galatians 5, and I think this is a a fitting companion for uh, just reading those Psalms because I hope you are convinced And I hope you relish the fact that we are saved by grace through faith, not as a result of works. I hope that that you, like me, that's a hill you're willing to die on, saying, no, we are not saved by works. Uh, And as we've been seeing in Galatians, we are freed from the law and the idea of being saved by the law. But what I want us to see now is that does not therefore equal, hey, just go do whatever you want in life. Uh, No, I mean, God is the king. His way is the best. We want to follow that. We want to seek that. But we are freed from this idea of keeping the law as a means to salvation, keeping the law as a means to God's favor, and especially just thinking going through the rituals and the externals and the ceremonies is what saves us. No, we are free. Galatians 5 verse 1, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm therefore and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. We are not slaves to the law. We are not slaves to sin, but we do now have a new relationship with Christ that still should lead to joyful submission to the king, right? Being free from these requirements in the law does not mean we 
we are free from submitting to Christ as king. Uh, That would not be freedom. That would be slavery to something else. Uh, And he talks again about if you think circumcision is what's going to save you or what's going to get you favor with God, no, that's not how it works. Verse 6, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. Now, as we have a new relationship with God, faith working through love will motivate us to obey, to submit to the king. And that will result in what we see later on in this passage, this contrast between the desires of the flesh and the desires of the spirit, which lead to different things, the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the spirit. If you are saved, we should see a change in direction away from the works of the flesh and toward the fruit of the spirit. And that's where we want to continue down that road. We want to see more and more of that. And that will happen really through faith working through love. Even that faith will involve God is the king. He is the authority. And that is a good thing. It is a joyful thing to submit to the king. And with that kind of mindset, you will see less and less of the works of the flesh and more and more of the fruit of the spirit in your life. And that's where one thing this passage can do, I think that is helpful sometimes, is even uh, just it can either bring conviction and doubt where there needs to be conviction and doubt, and I think it can bring assurance where, where there needs to be assurance. For instance, if you honestly look at these two lists, the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the Spirit, and you say, no, the works of the flesh are what describe my life. That is the direction that I am heading. Well, then look at what it says at the end of verse 21. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Did you catch that? The people whose lives are dominated by these things aren't going to heaven. And that's where not because they've failed uh, to, to do the right works and they haven't earned their salvation. No, that's not how it works. We don't earn our salvation but because there is no evidence of the change in their life. They don't have the Holy Spirit. They have not turned from their sin and put their faith in Christ. So if you are listening to this podcast and you look at verse 19, 20, and 21, and you say, these are what dominate my life. This is the direction in which I am heading. Then what you need to do today is to turn from your sin and to trust in Christ. You need to confess, say, yes, I am a sinner. These are my sins. And you need to call out to God for cleansing. Uh, You need to put your faith in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for these sins. And you need to ask God for a new heart, right? You cannot do better and try harder to overcome these things. That will not work. The only way you will is through the power of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit. But there may be some of you who sometimes struggle with assurance, and that's where, again, I like to try to use, and I think the Bible uses uh, terms that give the idea of direction, even let us walk by the Spirit or keep in step with the Spirit. And when we do see, hey, my life, I still struggle with some of these sins of the flesh, none of us will look at these and say, well, uh, these things are completely gone from my life. We're still struggling. And that's what we see in verse 17. We have the desires of the flesh warring against the desires of the Spirit. But what we would hope to see is there is a change in direction. 
I am seeing less of these things and more of the fruit of the Spirit. And that is not what earns our salvation. That is the evidence of our salvation. And that's what what we want more now of is faith working through love. We want more joyful submission to the King, and that will result in more of the fruit of the Spirit. That's how we live by the Spirit. We keep in step with the Spirit. Uh, This is what we want. So today, as you think about the idea of submitting to authority, first and foremost, think of God. And don't begrudge that. Rejoice in that. You have the privilege, if you are a believer today, of joyfully submitting to uh, the authority of the king. And that should bring light, joy, and health even into our lives and souls as we joyfully submit to King Jesus, as we trust in him, we have faith in him, We that faith works through love to produce more and more of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.